Welcome back to Film Vloggers. We review films with vlog dead horses, so you don't have to. Is this week's film choice a complete waste of your viewing time? Much like vlogging slash beating a dead horses, get it? Please head over to www.filmvloggers.com to check out all of our previous vloggings. And while you're there, maybe hang out for a while, look around and vote for our next film. Click on vote or visit www.filmvloggers.com forward slash vote. Are you an idiot? If so, please check out our idiot's guide to reviewing us, where even a big dummy like you can leave us a red-hot review. Here at Film Vloggers, we pride ourselves on offering one-star content with five-star effort. Once on the website, please click on Idiot's Guide, or visit us at www.filmvloggers.com forward slash review hyphen us. That should have been Idiot's Guide. My fault, I didn't change the URL. Annoying. Once again, filmvloggers.com forward slash review hyphen us. Believe it or not, we now have a Patreon. I know what you're thinking. You have the audacity to ask us to pay to receive more of this. Forceful dramatic effect. Yes. We have a Patreon-exclusive show called Near Pickers. I think you'll like it. Please visit www.filmflogs.com forward slash support hyphen us. Again, that hyphen is annoying. Should have removed it. Or head straight to our Patreon page. Patreon.com forward slash film wafflers. No idea why I did film wafflers. Another mistake. Where you can support us for as little as one British pound or a buck fifty. And while you're on the website, punch that big purple subscribe button and tell a friend about the vlog. Wife, husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, mistress, your nan, granddad, your kids. They can tell their friends. They can tell their friends at school about the vlog. But in all seriousness, this really helps the podcast grow and enables us to enrich or ruin the lives of the hundreds of millions of earlobes we haven't reached yet. Let's get my notes up for this fucking shit. Right, okay, brilliant. Here we are. All right, man. Good, good to be back. Yeah. Well, you say back. You've not been on. You've not had the uh, the privilege. Whoa, of... whoa. What are you talking about? I thought. Are, are we? Are we doing Sopranos? Oh no, no, you no. Got no. me. I... No, no, no. No, we're having. What do you mean? Having a break this week from Sopranos. Then what? What the hell are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? I'm blaming this solely on you. By the way, everyone, this is Dan Mackles. If you ever listen to film vloggers, there's no punchy intro. I know more polished podcasts. They go, oh hi, we've got a guest on. You know, friend of the show. So happy that he's here. I am not that. I am not that at all. Exactly. So happy. You know, we've come together after all this time. Yeah. Mr. Dan Mackles, he's there. How are you doing, Dan? Good, Ben. Um, what did you think about this movie that we decided to uh, to talk about for, oh. for thankfully, well, hang only on, 15 hang on. minutes? Only 15 minutes. Well, one, there was, there was no we. <laughs> I didn't quite realise how dog shit this truly was. But look, I wanted to get a, I wanted to get a Friday the 13th episode in. So basically, film vloggers were trying to do the 31 episode in 31 days. Yeah, it's 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 stressful. Um, Daunting. And because my co-hosts are, are pretty incompetent, I'm going to probably have to cast the net out. And um, yeah, I cast the net out. And this is the first thing that I call a Dan Mackles. So however you want to look at that. Scraping the bottom of the barrel already, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I think this is one of the first... This is maybe the like well, probably there's probably another part that I've not seen, but I think I don't remember ever seeing this part. You never you never saw Take Manhattan, eh? I don't think so. You've avoided it for this long. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I guess there's what? How many parts are there? Twelve? Twelve parts of this this franchise? Uh, in the official in the official series, I think they did ten. And then you can count eleven for Freddy versus Jason and then twelve for the reboot. Okay. So they I mean the 13th the 13th one is just sitting there. They're just waiting to get that one 
up and running, but uh, a lot of legal battles, uh, rights are being fought over at the moment. So that's why we haven't seen anything for shit over 10 years. Yeah, what was the reboot like? It was okay, wasn't it? I think it was all right. I didn't mind it. I, I thought for, yeah. I, I mean, here's, here's the thing, right? For uh, you take a look at like something like this, this is what the, the the franchise was. Now, granted, this was a really poor entry into the uh, the uh, the series, but the 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 reboot. A lot of people were like, oh, it wasn't that good. I was like, honestly, compared to what came in the eighties, it was a hell of a movie. It's just, I think people want to remember it for what it was and not what it could be. If that makes any sense. Well, it's a lot better than this and this junk we're about to speak about. Certainly. It's not hard to be better than this, but... Very true. No, it was okay. You know, they, they change things, don't they? They change things up in the story a little bit, and I guess you got to. you got to modernize it a little bit. So I got a question for you, though. You're trying to get 30, uh, 31 films done for October. Yes, I am, yeah. if, if you If you need someone else, uh, I'll come back, and then we'll talk about your, your thoughts on part nine, Jason Goes to Hell. It oh. would be arguable which one's worse. <laughs> Well, see, the funny thing is, I actually owned part nine, Jason Goes to Hell. For some reason, my mum thought it a good idea to buy me that when I was like, I don't know, at best, early teens, at best. (laughs) Top quality parenting right there. So yeah, well, terrible parenting, yeah. And I have seen that quite a lot. I've seen that film a good amount of times. I don't know why, maybe it was because I was young and it was like, oh, this is really gory, oh, scary. But I've seen that a lot, tragically. Yeah, I think at the time, you know, twelve-year-old me was like, "This is this is the best thing I've ever seen." I think um, grumpy thirty-something uh, me will be like, "This is some of the biggest junk on screen ever." So, <laughs> <laughs> let's see how this goes first. You're okay. getting a bit ahead of yourself. Let's sorry, sorry, yeah. bloody <laughs> hell! Write yourself back on already. <laughs> <laughs> let's see how this one goes first, and yeah, we'll go from there. But I don't know we'll do we'll do some other franchise. Maybe a slightly better entry into it. Do some people like this film? I don't know. I just... Oh, man, it seems... I don't know if it's renowned as being complete dog shit from people who like Friday the 13th. I don't does know. it fall into that category of so bad it's good? I mean, people enjoy... No, it doesn't. Not for me. No, not even for... No, no. Wow, okay. no. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Unfortunately. I wish it did. There's a couple of things which, which we'll get into which really just tip me over the edge. One of them being the running time. A hundred minutes. It's like a long movie. A hundred. I'm pretty sure it's the longest one. I'm not sure, but I, I, I do remember watching somebody talk about it and go, why is this movie so long? Oh, so long. So <laughs> long. Fuck. <laughs> and so nonsensical. That is oh. the best part about this movie is that there's so much garbage in here that just doesn't make sense. Now, I understand uh, that you like to work within a 15-minute structure when it comes to this version of Film Floggers. How do you want to go? I don't personally know. <laughs> it stresses me out. But but yes, I think I think for this film, I think 15 minutes is more than enough, isn't it? To be honest. Right, yeah, because, well, Fiona's not here, so I guess I'll quickly do what we do for 15 minutes. Right, so 15 minutes of flog. Uh, we take a film. For the first five minutes, we talk about the director and actors and stuff. I think maybe for this one, we just talk about I don't know, briefly talk about the series. Sure. I kind of only know Jason. I don't know the director, so. And then after that, nine and a half minutes, we we talk about and review the film, all that good stuff. And then final 30 seconds, as Fiona would say, I I then shit myself. Summary, my thoughts, and uh, 
Yeah, that's about it. So, All right, let's do this. It's pretty straightforward. I know you've guessed it on other people's podcasts before, but obviously not to the size of film floggers. I imagine you're probably a little bit nervous. No, nothing nothing this big. Very nervous. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I thought we'd have this little preamble just to, just to get my nerves settled. In. Yeah. 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 I think that's the advantage of doing it at uh, 5.20 in the morning, you know, just get right into it so I don't have to think too much because it would just be, the nerves would be overwhelming if I had to really take in the gravity of, of what I've gotten myself into. And um, I will I will let you talk about your podcast at the end, because if you've ever listened to Sopranos Redefined, there is a, there is an ongoing thing where Mr. Mackles just does not let me talk about film vloggers, which is highly frustrating. But I'm not petty, so we will give ample amount of time for you to plug yourself. And actually, do you know what? Just before we start, that's what I like about this kind of stuff. Film vloggers is it's a huge platform. <laughs> I don't want to shout numbers at you. I, I don't like talking about numbers and downloads, but we're a pretty big deal. You know, we're getting at least 25 downloads per episode. Damn. Okay? Just take that in for a second. <laughs> breathe. <laughs> so I like giving people like yourself, you know, small indie content creators a platform. Mm-hmm. So, you know, don't say thank you. It's fine. You're welcome. No, I, I'm humbled. It really sort of warms the heart and brings joy to this. And It, uh, it does. And look, does. as I said, you're scratching my back. You're helping me out on the 31 days. So I really appreciate it. All right, well, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But speaking of bridges and boats and all sorts Oof. of things that uh, yes, please <laughs> allow travel, uh, let's let's get into this mess, man. So right, yes, yes. The beauty part about uh, this particular uh, film that we're reviewing is that you've never seen it before. For me, uh, I remember this being one of the first Friday the Thirteenth movies that I ever actually rented. I, I ever. Oh, we saw the time, by the way. Did we start? I don't know. This is your show. Oh, God. Oh, it's my show. Christ. I haven't got Fiona here. I don't like to say it, but she keeps a pretty tight ship. Exactly, right? Fuck. Okay, right. I'm starting it now. Right, for three, two, one. Go. We're in. Sorry, Dan, please. What have you got for me? Friday the 13th. As we discussed earlier, there is a 12 films in the, in, in the, in the Jason mythos. This was the first one that I ever actually rented. What was your introduction to Friday the 13th? So you started off with this one. Fuck me. Didn't start off. This is the first one I rented. This is the first oh, one rented. I, Sorry, I right. rented. Okay. So I think Friday the 13th, the original, I think that was the one that I've, I've seen the most amount of times. You know, I guess, I mean, not ironically, but Jason's not in that one. Spoiler alert. It's Mrs. Voorhees. Well, he is. He is. But Well, yeah, oh, well actually, he is in the sense that we get visions of him as mm-hmm. a kid. And um, we'll get into it, but that that's probably my biggest problem with this film is those filthy visions of Jason that, oh. That make no sense. Oh, they're just terrible. They're just terrible. They're just, oh, my God. Yeah, look, I, Friday the 13th, it's, it's, you know, it's fun. I can't remember every part off the top of my head, but I think this and maybe the next one, the hell one, two of the worst entries, maybe, possibly. I know that will differ from people to people. No, but- th- th- there's Jason X. I mean- Here's a problem with a franchise like this. I mean, what's a good one? Like even even a a quote unquote good one is very it's 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 trash, right? Uh, it's got an appeal to it. This is sort of uh, at the heyday of the eighty slashers films, where you want to see these one dimensional characters get picked off in gory and horrific ways. And I I think another reason why this particular one is so odd is that. Even the kills are not that exciting, right? It's it's a lot of off-screen stuff, a lot of uh, 
goofy. I mean, one of one of the best uh, kills, I think, is the is the boxing one, and we can get into that. But these things follow a formula, and there's a comfort in that. But this one strays away from that formula in a way, as they sort of taken it out of the setting. And then there's the big uh, the, the the big issue is the title, how it's Jason takes Manhattan. And it really only goes to that setting for, what, the last 20 minutes of the film. So a little bit of a ripoff. Well, yeah. I believe there was a big marketing push for Jason in New York. Oh, very exciting. Him walking through Times Square. Oh, prepare yourself. And um, by the sounds of it, I don't know if we mentioned this. Another reason why we picked, well, sorry, you picked this part, is that it should actually be called Jason Takes Vancouver. Yeah. Yes. I believe a lot of it is actually filmed in Vancouver and not New York. Very much so, and that's uh, that's where I, I live in Vancouver, and uh, the, the subway scenes are, we don't have a subway, we have a SkyTrain, so he's actually going through the SkyTrain uh, cars, a lot of familiar back alleys, because uh, I, I tend to work in that area, so I'm like, yeah, I know where that is, but yeah, no, I think the actual only scene that is shot in New York is the Times Square scene, which, again, for a terrible movie, that's a great shot to see Jason in the middle of New York. So it's you can find little nuggets of uh, of artistic value even in a, an absolute trash movie like this. Yeah, I was going to ask you about Vancouver and uh, some of the back alleys and stuff. Did you you know are you familiar with these? Did you find yourself back in '89 as a <laughs> as a young whippersnapper roaming the back alleys of Vancouver? Not necessarily in '89, but uh, in downtown Vancouver and some of these areas that they shot in. It is known as as one of the uh, the worst areas in all of Canada. All of Canada, jeez. No, I, I'm I'm not even joking. It's uh, we've got a. It's called the downtown East Side, and it's a very very sad part of the world. It's the real life Walking Dead with the homeless and drug situation okay. that you see out there. And right. uh, yeah, and once a year, our company has to go through there to do maintenance on all of the gas meters. And let me tell you, it's uh, it's quite the... Uh, Jason would not look out of place there. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Vancouver. I should, I should add, I, I have been to Vancouver. So I've actually potentially walked the same footsteps as Jason Voorhees and Dan Mackles. That's, that's crazy. How about man. that? That is absolutely yeah. crazy. Yeah. We, we don't, you're not coming back anytime soon, are you? Uh, well, definitely not now, no. Yeah, no, no. Lovely place, but obviously since um, meeting Mr. Mackles, it's like, oh, okay, maybe not. No, I mean, it'd be cool if you were, but I'll probably be, like, not there that day, so. Oh, yeah, fair um, enough, yeah. Anyways, back to Jason. Uh, yes, we've got, right. Uh, what have we we've got? got some significant things in here, because I know that uh, Fiona is not here, so it sort of falls on me to give some trivia, and this film does have a certain... A uh, few moments that are very noteworthy, as this is uh, the lowest box office return of any of the Friday the 13th up until this point, and it led to it being the last one that Paramount released. After this, because they were always kind of embarrassed to be attached to it, because they were like a real film studio, so they, uh, they were just looking for an excuse to get rid of it. And after this, they sold the rights off to New Line Cinema, who took the franchise forward. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. I'm pretty sure like four parts ago, they were supposed to end Jason. There is one called The Final Part, where Jason is actually supposed to die. And I don't know if financially it did well. For whatever reason, they were like, no, 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 let's bring Jace back. I know there was one where it's not actually Jason, it's someone else. So Jason actually is dead. 
and someone else is doing it, like a copycat killer, whatever he is, fine. The one before this, maybe, there's like some psychic stuff. Yeah, it's basically Jason versus Carrie. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, okay. And then the thing is with this film is that the premise and the idea of leaving Camp Crystal Lake, because like, yeah, this is the eighth part. We've seen, we've seen plenty of Camp Crystal Lake. We've seen it. You know, how many ways can we have Jason come back, roam around, around the camp, kill people in lots of different ways? Let's move it. Let's try something different. And it's like, yeah, it, so it makes sense. But it's just the idea of the fact that it's not in Manhattan. It's in New York for about two minutes. Just how long we spend on that cruise liner. Yeah. And like, as you said before about the kills, there's no, yeah, you can say the boxing one is like, oh, kind of interesting. It's all right. It's okay. The kills overall are just, are just boring. For me, they're not that memorable, I don't think, particularly. No, not really. I mean, uh, again, too, I think for some reason, the uh, the ratings board really went to town on these Friday the 13th and cut so many of the imaginative ways that these teenagers get taken off uh, one by one. So you take a look at the cutout scenes and you're like oh my god that's much more elaborate that that pr- probably would have been interesting to see but so many of them just get reduced to seeing jason you know hold up a spear or hold up an axe and then they cut to uh blood splashing across a you know, wall or something which is too bad because it's the whole reason these things exist and it's funny when you take a look at how tame a lot of these friday the 13ths were versus what we would get to with things like hostel and saw it's it's laughable how these ones were, uh, you know, so so glorified for how gory they were. And in all actuality, they're not. No, no. Now, again, I don't know if you can answer this question, but did we, before part eight, get teleporting Jason? I feel like Jason is teleporting a great deal in this. In the disco scene, he teleports up a ladder to get that bloke. Some more teleporting down in Vancouver. There's yeah. just he's teleporting everywhere. I just when did this start? Did this start in part eight? Has he always done this? I've just not noticed before. I don't think he has. I think for me, this is the one where he really takes that teleporting to the next level. I think Michael Myers can be guilty of this. Um now it it was different uh in like part six is the one where I think he becomes the zombie, right? Because uh, he was killed in part four. Ah, uh, right. So he's, so he's not human anymore, is that what we're saying? Yeah, that's why, you know, he you see him rotting away and he's this, oh, this yes. okay. you know, shell of a quote-unquote human. But they were always able to play it as like, well, he's, he's, he's able to sneak around the woods and he's able to, you know, he's familiar with that uh, area so you can sort of give that to him, you know? But in this one, you're right. It's like one moment he's there, one moment he's over here, and it's not really addressed in any way, shape, or form. Like you said, like he teleports yeah. up a up a friggin' ladder, <laughs> a right? Ladder, yeah. What about the characters? Any anything interesting about the characters at all? You tell me, man. Apart from Rennie and this this like rancid guy, the McCulloch guy, who's just uh, yeah, he's terrible because he's supposed to be terrible, fine. And his death's kind of funny. He gets put in that in the vat. Looks like toxic waste. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, right? that's, yeah. that looked like a rough way to go. Yeah. That's quite good. But apart from that, it's just, yeah, like none of the characters on the on the cruise line are, are memorable in any way. You're just waiting for them to be picked off. And I guess it's not just this film. I think that's pretty much across the board. But then saying that, you know, you had like Tommy Jarvis, who became a character, didn't he, for like a couple of films? Yeah, yeah. He went kind from, of interesting. He's like his nemesis. Yeah, he went from part four to uh, to part six. and th- And that's another thing that's so shitty about these movies is there's no continuity. 
right? Or no continuity that makes any sense. Like uh, one of the things I do enjoy is I always love to see how the character gets resurrected. Just like in the Friday, the th- uh, sorry, the Freddy Krueger movies, Nightmare on Elm Street movies, I always love to see the beginning of how he comes back. And that was the one few little points that you could see them tie from movie to movie. So the start of this one from part seven, Carrie was able to, well, I don't think her name was Carrie. I think it was Tina. Have you seen that one? Because that ending is bananas. That one's bananas because uh, she's got her teleconnect powers and she's able to resurrect her dead father who drowned in the lake to come up and pull Jason down into the water with with her special powers. And that's where Jason is defeated. So he's just lying at the bottom of Camp Crystal Lake. And it's cool in this one. You got the teenagers making out the boat, and their anchor just happens to drag a power cord across so Jason God. and get him off. And I just I love oh. that stuff. I, I I love it, right? And and how they're like, oh shit, we destroyed his mask in part seven. What are we gonna do? It's like, well, the guy in the boat's got a perfect oh, replica cool. of a Jason. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> great. Talking about the mask, yeah. So we get he flashes the mask when he's in the only bit in New York to the punks. We get that, which is just lame. I love that. I, I, you know what? It's stupid, but I love that scene. It's so dumb. The thing is, with the mask, I don't like the idea of seeing too much of Jace without his mask on. And I know probably as they've, this isn't the first time, once before his mask comes off. And I understand that it comes off in the sense that it, he becomes weakened. And that's how you get him when the mask comes off. But the ending on this as well, you know, they, maybe they could have salvaged it a bit with the ending. If this film could be any worse, you've got these visions of this kid and it's, they're just absolutely terrible. But the kid's not consistent. One time he looks normal. The next time he's got the little, like, wh- wh- what's happening? Yeah, the makeup's all over the place. Oh, it's, it's dreadful. Yeah. Is it to set up just him at the end? Is that the only reason they're there? That bit when she's in the car. So, that, right, so that they get to, so that they're still in Vancouver having a lovely time in the back alleys. It's a lovely city. They, they all load the car up. So there's all people. They've seen Jason just kill a police officer. Everyone is aware that Jason is there. He's alive. Oh, my God. They drive off, and then we get another, potentially the worst vision of all. He just appears in the road or wherever they are, in the back alleys of Vancouver. And then we get this slow-mo of them in the car. We get the, the zoom-in of Jason as the kid. And she drives a, a carload of people into the wall because she's just seen the real Jason. But she thinks, oh, no, 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 I've got to, I've got to now try and run down this vision. Mm-hmm. Sums it up. Absolutely yeah. dreadful. Well, I mean, you take that. Do you think that beats his death? The vision's there just so so the death where he becomes... Oh, so it's all tied together? Well, I don't know. So the sewers get flushed <laughs> with toxic waste. Yeah, I'm sure that happens all the time. Ah, and naturally. then he sets on fire. Does anyone drop a match? I don't see anyone drop a match. He just sets on fire. Yeah, And no, then he, does. he turns into a kid and his mask floats off. Yeah. No, my, so, Why? so what happened to that kid? Was the kid dead or was the kid just napping? I don't know. Yeah, because... The, the oh. so does does the kid hang out in that toxic sewers until the next movie, and that's why he looks all bloated and weird. I, I don't. Well, it's, it, well yeah. yeah, it doesn't follow on, does it? So when Jason goes to hell, I'm pretty sure we're just back with Jason again, and they they kill Jason, and then there's all this shit about when the, the doctor like eats his heart or something. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. junk. So yeah, fine. Um, oh, I don't know what have we got. God, just almost a minute, right? Anything else? Anything big that's worth mentioning in this? Okay, well, some, just a couple interesting things. I mean, this was the first of the Jason films that had the same actor from the previous movie reprise the role, which was Kane Hodder, and he did it for four films. And it's kind of ironic that he played him until Freddy vs. Jason, where he was replaced by Ken Kurzinger 
Ken Kurzinger was actually in this movie. He's the very large cook that Jason picks up in New York and throws against the wall. So I thought it was kind of funny that that guy goes on to play Jason. Oh, shit. Last 30 seconds. What have we oh, got God. What, what, what have we got? This was the uh, the second lowest gross of any Jason movie at $14.3 million. Does that count for something? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, fine. Yeah. yeah that's F- good. Final thoughts. Quick, you're the guest. I'm nice. Final thoughts. Jason takes Vancouver. What do you think? Uh, the best part was he punched someone's head off into a dumpster. How can you beat that? Yeah, I like the guy getting dunked in the in the uh, the, t- well, the toxic waste or whatever. It's pretty good. Fantastic. Um, interesting concept, just not used very well and just not utilized. Great ideas, just not realized. Did we oh. do it? Did we do it? That's it. We did it. Oh wow. The irony of that is that you you could probably you could probably do half hour on that. I think I think fifteen minutes in some ways probably it's enough, but it's kind of not enough because there is lots of junk to talk about. Yeah, it's why does fifteen minutes? It just sounds better than twenty. Right, I don't know. It's 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 you really gotta compress your thoughts there. But I didn't uh, I didn't take as many notes as I usually do for Sopranos. I thought one page is probably good. It'll be fine anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. What else did I want to say about that film? Disco. So normally, so the rules are after the fifteen minutes, we don't talk about the film, but. You know, we've got a guest on, you know, whatever. Let's have a couple more minutes, whatever. Yeah, Fiona's not here to be a yeah, stickler for the rules. Yeah, she's not there to shout at me and tell me off. Yeah, fuck Fiona. Exactly. The disco stuff, yeah, I guess I guess that's where I first noted the, the teleportation thing. So that's probably not that interesting. I think in some ways the, the death of the um, the Asian woman is, is not actually that bad. That's Kelly Hugh. Kelly Hugh, she's, uh, she's been in quite a few things. Did you ever see any of the X-Men oh, really? movies? Do you remember X-Men, X-Men 2? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she played uh, Lady Deathstrike, I believe the oh, the sort of female okay. Wolverine, and uh, she's oh had a, yeah, yeah, she's had a decent. Oh, that makes sense because I guess I guess she's pretty young in this. She's like late teens, probably early twenties. So this is one of her first movies. Yeah, I thought that death was actually okay, just because it was like you, I was waiting for Jason to pop a head off or her eyes to come out, but he just no, he just goes for the old fashioned just throttle and then just lobs her on the floor. I was like, oh. yeah, she and that was uh, right. I don't know if that was her or a stunt person, but. They uh, they look like a, a dead body. Yeah, yeah, they sold it pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I had a bit of trivia about the idea that the budget and the budget wasn't there because the guy who wrote it, I don't know, if, I don't know if the director wrote it as well. I don't think he did. Rob Hedden was the director. I don't know if we mentioned him, but no, the guy who wrote it, I think he had scenes lined up for like the Brooklyn Bridge, Madison Square Garden, Empire State Building. Yeah, all the places you associate with New York. Could have been great, man. It could have been great. It's just too expensive, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, that's, you know, that's the, that's the thing, isn't it? It's just, I can only imagine what people must have thought when they came out of this. Being sold this big thing about Jason, New York. Fuck, yeah, that's going to be pretty fun. Maybe he like go, you know, Central Park. I've been there. Whoa. Uh, no, no, just a bit of Times Square and that's it. I think my lasting uh, memory when I was watching this, and it came out in 89, and I probably would have been maybe 12, 13 around there. And I rem- I just remember being bored. I-, I remember entering going, this is really boring. It's just so long. Yeah. And 100 minutes of this. And and, and not necessarily scary at all, you know. Um, but it's crazy, too, when I was just taking a, a look at the, uh, you know, the budget and what it made. And I was surprised to see that it uh, was the second lowest um, only in the fact that, do you know what the lowest grossing one was? Is it a surprise? For me, it was a surprise what the lowest grossing one was. It was Jason X. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Which is like, you know, okay, whatever. But 
you take a look at the comparison, this one had a budget of five million and it made fourteen. Jason X, uh, it it had a budget of eleven million and made somewhere around thirteen million. So you could imagine what kind of disappointment that was, right? Because it's the Jason X for as goofy as it is, it's the best looking. It's the highest production of any of the uh, Jason movies until they get to Freddy versus Jason. But yeah, uh, it's just it's it, it's a weird franchise that is endured for as long as it has and really it's been all over the map do you have a particular favorite hmm um oh you know it's hard to look any further than the first one which is so disconnected if you think about it from the rest of them well i know i think maybe the final part i haven't seen that for a long time but i think tom savini comes back and you know i think the 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 death of jason there's the bit where i think he like he gets his machete in the face and he kind of slides down the machete. Looks great. I think that's 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 a pretty, you know, I haven't seen it for a long time, but I think that's pretty good. And, uh, you know, the final part. So maybe that should have been the final part. But it made money. It made money well, off, exactly. off, off no budget, right? So how can you stop? Jay, I think Jason X was fun when I first watched that. Again, I, I remember was like thinking 12. it was fun. Dumb, but yeah. fun. You know, I think maybe if I was going to do some more Jason, if we're going to stick to the shit Jason, maybe Jason <laughs> X makes a bit of sense. No, my uh, my my favorite one, and I actually uh, uh, talked about it with uh, Lindsay from Schlock and Awe on her show. Much more polished version, uh, best podcast I've ever been on. Um, we talked about Jason Part Six, Jason Lives. That's my favorite Jason. That's the one where they're sort of. I think they they hit the right balance of um, almost scream in a way where they're parroting uh, the genre but yet still putting out a very good product uh, at the same time. So that's, uh, that would be at the top of my list. Yeah, well, it's one of those, isn't it? It's like if, you, you know, if you had more time, you know, didn't have to go and do a job and stuff and do all the shit stuff in life, if you could just sit around all Halloween and just podcast and watch films, yeah, I'd happily just sit there and watch all 12 yeah. Friday the 13th. Right. Why not? Exactly. And then, then just go on 15, 20 minutes, just talk about them. Perfect. Similar to when me, me and Fiona did Saw recently. Obviously very different in terms of what's happening. But yeah, there's like, what, like 10 of those? Yeah, I'd sit back and just watch all, all 10 of Saws. Why not? I don't think I've seen anything beyond the first three. Well, saying that, like, to be fair, how many film series do you know that have kept the quality going? You know, even for a trilogy. If you can get a decent trilogy out in a film series, like you've done extremely well for yourself. Yeah. Anything past that, it's like, you know, when when has the fourth part of of a, a film series been like? Oh yeah, do you know what this is? This is on par. Over like three and above, it's like yeah, this is just it's it's getting made for the fans and all the rest of it. But I just can't. The quality just starts to suffer. It's got to, hasn't it? Because they've got to just keep coming up with just stupid things. I know you and I talked about doing um, Hostel, and yes. I, I I think I'll save some of my thoughts if we ever get around to that because I've got a lot of thoughts when it comes to Saw and Hostel and um, what that did for the quote unquote horror movie genre and i don't like it <laughs> so but uh yeah man um listen man i said i'd give you 15 minutes and it seems like you've you've dragged like at least half an hour out of me well i've not got fiona here so this is great this is just turning into like a normal episode this is i'm not getting showered at there's no pressure this is great okay i don't I'm I, talking to you this is great and i don't i don't i don't want i want to get up this early to do a fucking show anymore it's stupid you know, imagine that, but talking about The Sopranos. Talking I about know. the greatest TV show ever. And I've got to get up at half five, and I've got to look at that mug, and I've got to come up with some really good points. I've got to carry 
The Soprano show. I've got to carry it. Yeah, you do. It's yeah, you do. It's not easy. You know, it's maybe hard. a bit more gratitude. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to get another twenty minutes of sleep before I have to go to work. So thanks a lot for having me on, jerk. Right. Okay. Well, before you before you pass out, you know, please, Dan. I know. I know. Apart from the Sopranos. So, oh yeah. Before before you plug your podcast. We actually have, me and Dan, believe it or not, we've actually come together and we actually have our, our very own podcast together, Sopranos Redefined. So it does what it says on the tin. We are redefining the TV show, arguably the greatest TV show of all time, The Sopranos. Yeah, please check us out. Um, you know, for as much as Ben and I like to snip at each other, uh, I'm really enjoying rewatching that series. And we just got through season one, and we've yeah. started uh, season two. So hopefully we can make it all the way to the end. Daunting task. But uh, please, if, if if anybody is interested in, in kind of hearing some fresh thoughts on it, because you, this is your, your first go through with this series, please check us out, man, at Sopranos Redefined. Hopefully we're on Apple by now. Oh, yeah. Fucking Apple. Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah, we're on Spotify if you want to yeah, Spotify's not bad, I suppose. Google Podcast, are we on that? I think so. I don't know. Breaker, I've never even heard of Breaker. I mean, yeah, that is. <laughs> yeah, we're out there. It's uh have a look. No, check us out, man. Check us out. And all joking aside, Ben, thanks for having me on the show. Uh uh I love talking movies, even if it's in a truncated form. And if you need someone else to drop in for Another episode in your 31 days. Is it got a catchy title? Like, is it 31 days of horror? 31 days of... Oh, it's it's got many titles. 31 days of Flog, Flogoween, Flogtober. I like Flogoween. That's good. I like that. That's good. I think that was Roy, actually. I think Roy from Moving the Needle. I think he, he came up with Flogoween. So. That's pretty good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Good call, Roy. Yeah. Well, Dan, you know, please, if you want to plug your podcast, whatever you do, I don't know what it is. Listen, I, I'm setting myself up for an opportunity for you to cut me off, which would be appropriate, but I can't... Like I said, I'm not that petty. I can't in good faith plug my show because we haven't done a show in well over a month. So, uh, yeah. It's not very good anyway. We're, we're trying to... My co-host got, a, got herself a puppy, so that's taken up a lot of her time, and recording without having the puppy chew through the wires has been somewhat challenging at the moment, so... Maybe you'll get to see us in the future, and I'll maybe when I come back, if we've got something fresh, then I'll, I'll plug it. But uh, in the meantime, it's Sopranos all the way, baby. Oh, just finish your drink. That's good. Sorry, really professional. Sorry. Really I'm professional. Just, just waffling on, Christ. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, well, there you go. Brilliant. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's another one ticked off the list. Excellent. Yeah. All right, my friend. Take care, everybody. Again, don't have a punchy ending. Enjoy Flogoween. <laughs> Right, okay, tell everyone, tell everyone, God. So you can find us on the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram, and um, on TikTok, but Ben doesn't usually t- use TikTok that much anymore because can someone just you, can't. Does someone have a child? And if you'd like to leave a review, please like, share, and comment, and you can find us on all the podcasts and sites. Pod, good pods. Good pods, yeah, Podchaser. Podchaser. Obviously Apple, there's, there's always, Spotify always stuff. room for a review there. Yep. Send in your 15, in your 15 seconds. second reviews. I forgot about that on the please. last episode. Thank you. Hello and welcome to What's Our Seat Number. If you're listening to this trailer, you're deciding whether or not you're going to listen to this podcast. Good. But chances are, 
We've lost you already. Uh, wait, what? No, come on, Matt. What? Well, I Why? mean, it takes it takes what, like ten seconds for people You're to lose interest in things. I am not being defeated. They've you gone are. already. It's for now. Then, well, now they are because we started arguing, so we've both sort of driven them out. Well, go right, on, just then. Go on tell, to, tell the dead air who we are. Okay, the dead air, the dead air, the cadaver, the people who aren't listening anymore. I'm taking control. You introduce yourself, and then I'll introduce myself, and then we'll talk a little bit about what we're doing. Right? It's going right, to sound right, more professional right, right. that okay, way. Go. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm Johnny Gross. I am a filmmaker and a film fan and fanatic and obsessive. Good. Very good. That was very well done. Very professional. You sounded like you're in control and almost like you know who you are. All right, then. And who are you? I'm Sai. I'm a 3D artist and a game designer, a film fan. Uh, I'm your brother as well. Really? So we're going to be talking about some of our favorite movies and hopefully some of yours as well. There's going to be trivia behind the scenes. Do you want to tell the listeners why we've called this podcast What's Our Seat Number? You really came to the right person with fielding this question because I feel that I can take this story and really bring it to life. Okay, so one time we went to go and see a film in the cinema and I asked, What's Our Seat Number? Fantastic. Was it good? Yeah, yeah. I did it for you. It's great. If you want to hear more, you can check out the rest of our episodes. We're hosted by Podbean, but you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music or Audible, TuneIn Alexa, Listen Notes, and now on iHeartRadio, Player FM, and Podchaser. So pretty much wherever you get your podcasts. Please don't forget to review, like, and rate, and keep listening, because the more you listen, the more we'll be able to produce. Bye. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.